welcome back. Uh, this is episode 10 of the exclusive podcast. I'm here with Jordan, as always. As always. And we are on the, we're filming this or recording this on the 8th, but this is going to come out either, right? The 10th. Oh, this is coming out on the 10th? Yep. Is it? No, no, sorry, the 9th, the 9th. Oh, well, this I think this is the closest we're going to get to the not national holiday, almost an anti-national holiday, but turned into a somewhat good thing to where America comes together for the one time a year. And, I think so. Uh, 9-11. Yeah. You, you were hardly alive when 9-11 happened. Yeah. What year would it happen? 2000... 2001? Yep. See, that's so, that's so old. weird that you don't even, like, it doesn't think, like, you don't know no. what year it happened off the top of your head. Like, you know, but... I never experienced, yeah. It's one of those uh, landmark memories for my generation to where, like, JFK is for, like, our, our grandparents uh, and and so on. 9-11 was... Uh, yeah, yeah. I was in first grade when 9-11 happened. First or second grade. And I actually, I lived really close to the school and my dad came and picked me up right after the second tower got hit. Uh, wow, that's crazy. We didn't go to school the next day. I think it was a Tuesday. Uh, and then the next day, Wednesday, we, we didn't go to school. And it was a really weird thing. Everybody, because when, well, I don't know how much people have talked to you about it, but I remember uh, the next, like, right after, and everyone was freaking out. Uh, everyone kind of thought, like, planes were just going to start, like, we, we didn't know how many planes were in the sky until they had announced how many planes hadn't landed. I mean, it's it's scary, yeah. A lot of people thought they were just going to start dropping out of the sky. I But I, I recently uh, was checking out the story of this woman named Tanya Head who had this terrible, like, traumatic experience in the South Tower. So the second tower that got hit, she was, like, high up, and she saw the first tower get hit from the South Tower. Wow. And she sees it out the window, and she's... she's people are talking on her floor like oh there's smoke coming out of the out of the t- the north tower and then she hears somebody scream moments later that there is a plane heading towards their tower jesus and she said she just feel the the air get sucked out of the room and um she like knocked out for a second and when she came to her her arm had like fallen off of itself and there is whoa there was just like chunk of skin hanging and that was like the remaining piece of her arm and this man was like trying to help himself up and grab her arm and she had to like tuck her arm so he didn't rip it off and she just like went through hell to survive and uh, a firefighter gave his life to save her um and she she went on to be a part of the world trade center uh survivors network which like a lot of people were having like survivors guilt and they would just meet and uh, at first they would just over the internet talk to one another about experiences that honestly that obviously they were the only ones that could really relate to. Yeah, um, yeah, for the most part, yeah. But Tanya went on to be a really big member of this community, and then she went on to be the president of the World Trade Trade Center Survivors Network, uh, and so she headed like a ton of organizations and stuff, and she was a really big deal. Um, and she actually lost her husband in the North Tower, so uh she 9-11 like lost everything for her uh, but she made a lot of wow. new friends uh, except there's one thing wrong with the story <laughs> yep and i know what it is and you know what you do know don't you i told you i was <laughs> you gonna watch me, it yeah i uh, was i was thinking as you're telling me i was like 
I wonder if this is actually real or if it's the 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 thing he told me a while ago. She, you know where she was in 2001 in September? Uh, at a subway shop, getting a subway sandwich. Maybe because Subway is the largest chain by number in the uh, in the world. But so it was a good guess. It was a good guess. It's actually the Thank best you. guess you could have made for fast food. Thank you. Statistically. But no, uh, b- not no, maybe not, probably not. She was in Spain getting her degree or getting a wow. degree, getting some kind of business degree, I think. She was in Spain. She wasn't even in America. She's So all the stuff you just said, was that all total lie. stuff that she made up? She made it all up. She said that she had okay. a fiancé, or they were married. She had a, a, a husband named Dave that she <laughs> had married like a couple of months or a couple of weeks before uh 9-11 and she she had this horrendous i mean she had this really bad arm injury but it was from a car accident from when she was younger wow so she used that as like my arm got like stuck on or whatever yeah um and what uh, a what a piece of it gets worse it gets worse the whole thing's weird you know it's it's weird when adults lie about anything like that yeah uh but it gets weird so it's all horrible that she First of all, she becomes the president of the WTC Survivors Network through... Yeah, which like, is like, how does that even happen? And everyone thinks she has, like, the most horrendous story. Like, they're like, oh, my God, she is, like, the... She's the bravest survivor of all of us. Like, they pulled her out of the rubble and, like, she... Yeah. But she uh, she lied about her husband being in it. She wasn't even married. She There was a real guy, but he, from what anyone can look into, they didn't know each other. But the worst part about it yeah. is she met with the family of because a, a big part of her story was I was saved by a man with a with a red bandana. And there huh. was this firefighter that wore a red bandana, but that died and his family wanted to meet her because <laughs> they thought that he gave his life saving her. Did she actually meet them and she met with them and had dinner with them and talked to them and they asked her to speak at his memorial and she did she was too nervous to um but she had her but she wrote something and had her friend read it oh my gosh dude and she was there how i mean do you think she ever regretted that like halfway through do you think she ever was like oh my god no no because watching the documentary the documentary is called the woman who wasn't there so a bit of a spoiler if you are going into it completely blind just from the title anyway Yes, but uh, the way that she in, in the documentary it has a ton of people in it that were close to her that had a ton of interactions with her, and anytime anyone was talking about anything, uh, she would always like one up them on how tragic her experience was, and she would blame uh, she would blame real yeah. survivors that they weren't being supportive enough to her. Oh my gosh, crazy! That, that's just not even cool at all. Crazy! It's the le- it's probably the least cool thing someone can do when it comes what are the to least cool things 9/11? you can do other than besides doing 9/11? other than flying the plane yeah yeah wow that's pretty pretty fucked up yeah her name wasn't even tanya head it was something else i think it was alicia she made a fake name yes why that's weird i don't know she's just a big fat oh and then like another one of her friends uh said that she always talked about this dog that she had named elvis and every time she came over to her apartment, she would say, hey, where's, where's Elvis? Where's your dog? I want to see your dog. I love dogs. And every yeah. single time she said that the dog was out walking with the dog walker and it happened every <laughs> single. She just lied about everything. She just could not help herself from lying. 
I mean, that's that's how it happens. That's how it happens. That's how it happens. But she wrote that lie to the top. She met Rudy Giuliani. How did she get caught? Uh, So the New York Times wanted to do an anniversary piece. And since she had such a public, like, semi-famous story about her survival, survival, they wanted to fact-check some of the things before they published this and, like, talk to her. So she, like, freaks out. Like, they're trying to dig. Like, why are they questioning me? And she's, like, blaming everyone and getting really defensive. Uh, Well, once you defensive, yep. And you know the New York Times, a journalist is like, okay, well, maybe there is another story here. So they did some digging and... That's the, what a good story. That's the story they ended up breaking. What a scoop. Imagine what being the reporter that found that a out. a scoop. Wow. What a piece of garbage. And she's kind of just disappeared. Yeah, well, she's probably lying about something else soon. She's probably lying about something else right now. I don't know how people do that. It's just crazy. It's a weird thing to do to go Why to America and that have that anyways? be what you use as your like identity. Like I, I don't think she gets anything out of it besides attention. Like what, that's it. Yeah, what's that's the it. point? That's it. It's so so lame. I mean, it, it goes we talked we talk about this a lot, whether it's religion, a subreddit, anything, a, a some things that we won't talk about right now, but people attention just, is people number love one. to be not only the attention, but love to be a part of something that is aside from just them that's as an individual. That's true, yeah. We do talk about that a lot. And uh, you know, movies and media have made it super attractive to to where the more tragic something that you're a part of is, the more appealing it seems. So that's a that's a good thing to leech onto if that's what you're looking for. Yeah, I think so. It's yeah, it's crazy. Man. I mean, even serial killers, that's all they care about really. Most of them just wanting people to know their name. Yeah, yeah, a lot of serial serial ah, serial killers like Ted Bundy. Like I watched that Ted Bundy documentary. Um and it's all about like attention and and them looking cool and looking like they know what they're doing and being the smartest person it's all very ted bundy's thing that he uh the things i've seen on him is it didn't seem like he was in it so much for the attention like he genuinely seemed like he did not want to be caught his thing seemed to be like i want to feel like i'm more powerful than another human being and i want to feel like i'm more smarter or more smarter more smart than everyone my victims that's true that's true um but I mean, you see, you like, you see him, um, in like interviews that he, he that he did. Well, now that uh, he, now that he, or after after the fact that he was caught. No, before. All right, no, I guess it was after you, right? After, uh, well, anyways, after he was caught, he, he made a big deal about it and acted like he was a fucking big shot. Uh, so there's a little bit of that, but you're right. It's 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 not totally the same at all. It's pretty it's very gross. different. Yeah, I think you know, it's everyone just wanted to feel like they're better. Uh, yep. Zodiac Killer just wanted to feel like he was smarter than everyone. Yeah, it's it's all the same. Uh, well, besides all that stuff, I wanted to talk to you today about cultural appropriation. Yeah. And how and how we feel about it. Near and dear to your heart, I know that. <laughs> Have we ever had a conversation about this together besides podcast? Uh, not a serious one. I don't think so. Okay. We joke, we joke about it a lot. We do joke about it a lot. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of things that are very silly um, that people take to heart nowadays. Yes, as everyone knows. Yeah, well, and it's it's funny that you're bringing it up because sorry to interrupt, but it's something that I I thought of. Um, someone ahead, on yeah. a tattoo subreddit posted a picture of them, and they had some kind of Samoan tribal or it was Polynesian Polynesian 
tribal oh, tattoo. Oh, here we go. Yeah. And yo, people were so warming and like going on and on and on and like blah, blah, blah. All the stuff you can imagine. Yeah. yeah. People saying. And I was like, how do, I was like, this is a, it's a fine tattoo. If you like it, cool. And I was like, but also like, how do people know that, like, how, how do any of you know that he doesn't have kids who are Polynesian or he's not like married to a Polynesian or he, was or he a, knows, yeah. Or even, he is Polynesian. Like, his, like he looks yeah. white, but you don't, I mean, or, or that he just loves the culture. Is that, is I that mean, enough? It could be, could be a tiny trace of his ancestry. Who knows? Is that enough loving the culture to where, like, is that and, a barrier of entry? Well, that's the biggest debate about it is that is it done out of love or is it done out of hate? And most of the time, it's never done out of hate. And if it is, it's really obvious and everyone knows that's bad. But, like, it's the problem with, with cultural appropriation because I don't think that even counts as cultural appropriation. That just counts as, you know, a hate crime. If you if you do something with the intent of hurting someone's feelings, you know? I don't know if that's a hate crime. Well, I mean, not... I By definition-ish, I mean... I just think... I'm trying to say it's separate. It's separate from what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm talking about... Because, I mean, I have an Eye of Horus tattoo on my wrist. It's like, I, I'm not Egyptian. I don't know anybody who's Egyptian. I have nothing to do with that. I just like it. The tattoo thing isn't closer to a hate crime at all. It's, um, it, no, that's I think what I'm it, saying. I think it's, it's way yeah. closer to cultural appropriation than... No, that's, that's what I'm saying. In the yeah. eyes of other people. Yes. I I just think there's nothing wrong with that. And it's, it's, it's so confusing why people get so upset about well, that. Well, here's the thing. I think, um, and, and it's similar to Black Lives Matter. It's similar to All Lives Matter. It's similar to every political movement or buzzword to where behind it is something that makes quite a bit of sense um all lives matter doesn't really count because it's a it's a direct opposition to something else uh it's it's kind of just a silly stupid thing but black lives matter is a good example because it's something that is so obvious so clear-cut and a, a good thing an obvious good thing that should be a certain way but the bigger a movement of any kind gets you're gonna get bad opinions and you're gonna get people that are not the best representative uh, representatives of always that movement. yeah uh, but i think at the core cultural appropriation is problematic and most offensive when it is used to be profited off of how so to where if someone is a lot of a lot of times you see it in music to where uh people will lash out at an artist for having a certain kind of style of music or style of dress or just appeal to where they're like oh you're getting this from x group and you're making money off of being a white girl who acts quote unquote like a black girl which whatever that means to where it's such a bad thing yeah you know that makes sense yeah acting black acting white isn't a real thing until someone wants to use it as for like bad baby acting a certain way yeah, it's yeah, very silly. It's it's a it's a tricky thing to get between because you you can't say that someone's acting black or acting white and and be intelligent, but also like people use that as like you're appropriating this culture. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, what's what? There's no harm in it either. Well, that's what I that's, that's what I find the most issue with it is that that's where I mean you don't think it's uh I don't know if harmful is the right way but the right word but it it might be do you do you see any kind of problem with someone of a certain demographic profiting off of the work style or culture of another demographic that doesn't have the capability of profiting off of 
their own thing. I mean, that doesn't make sense, though. Like, what do you mean by that? Well, and see, here's the problem. So, like, it's a it's a thing on TikTok that I heard of to where it happens all the time where, like, black creators or whatever demographic of creators will start a certain trend. And then the bigger, white, popular Addison Rae's, Charlie D'Amelio's, okay, yeah, they'll yeah. do something and it'll blow up and they'll be credited <laughs> for it. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's just how... That, that's. There's nothing to do with race there. There's nothing to do with appropriating anything. It's just it's just a fad. It's just a trend, you know? Eh. People start trends all the time that are taken over by other people, and it's like you can't do anything about it. Well, I don't really agree with that. Elvis made his entire career off of doing what black people had been doing, black performers had been doing for uh, a decade plus before him. But yeah. he is the king of pop or the king of rock, whatever they call him, and a cultural king icon. King of rock and roll. Yeah. Uh, because he's he wasn't a black, because he wasn't born a black guy. Yeah, but I mean, it's not because he was white, you know? That's not the only reason. That's interesting. Do you disagree? I think you're, I, I think you're really missing the point. Well, what, what are you trying to say? What's your point? There's, there's nothing more to say. If you don't see it by then, there's nothing, there's nothing I can say that where you're going to understand it. It's, well, I, I totally get where you're coming from. I'm not from. saying I, I, that Elvis was born white and then they're like, oh, a white baby. This is the next pop star. Of course not. Yeah, of course. Uh, But he was able to do something that black creatives weren't able to do. Yeah. Only because they were black. So if he's not famous off of the stuff only because he's white, you can't argue that the black people doing the same thing are only not famous because they're black. They're They're not awarded the same platform they never had a chance to yeah i get that you're right that makes sense i i think especially at the time it was a lot a lot different too uh and i think it's it's easy to say like one it's easy to look at that stuff and and shoot away because of how cultural appropriation's been portrayed in 2021 it's thrown out a lot of times when it doesn't really need to be yeah, I'm. There's nothing. Nothing is black and white. It's always a gray area, and a lot of people are stupid, and a lot of people make actually good points. So it's hard to. Yeah, it's hard to navigate. I don't think it's that hard. I think it is, from my perspective. Well, I don't know. I've been uh, I've been batting from the black and the white side for my entire life, so it's been pretty easy to navigate for me. That's true. That's true. We're from different backgrounds, after all. But I totally get what you're saying. I agree. I, but okay. So back to the TikTok thing, though. Sure. When you so, if someone who's le- less popular mm-hmm. makes a trend or a fad or whatever it may be and starts it, and then someone else takes it, who's like a white child who's super popular, like Charlie Milio or whatever. But the problem with that is, I, and I know where you're going. Uh, the problem with that is how they gain their popularity. They, How's that? People, the argument that people have about the, and this is like not my field. This is just what I've heard Kinsey tell me about. Um, yeah, no, go ahead. But the problem that it seems with that is that people claim that some of these bigger, like little white girl TikTok talkers gained their popularity not off of doing their own original stuff. They were just doing the same thing that these other oh, yeah. people were doing. Yeah. That's uh, true. And it's not that they're, they're getting it just because they're white. It's, you know, it's just another thing, you know? 
Yeah. It, it's not even, it, it's something that's so hard to explain just because of how obvious it is. And uh, if you, if you don't get it, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, you won't get it. Uh-huh. That's why, uh, that's why race discussion is, is always so tricky just because it's, it's not something that can be learned after a certain point. That's true. It's all very complicated sometimes. Yeah, even all those people that post a million links in their Instagram story of how you can help. Uh, <laughs> hmm. it, it looks nice on paper, but you know, the, the people that need to invest time in understanding those things, uh, aren't going to be able to benefit from the links that you're throwing in your bio. No, if anything, it makes them just more disrespectful and rude about it. Yeah. Well, which sucks. Yeah. Both sides just need to learn how to talk about things. I think so too. But again, that's not anything. That's it's gonna never going to happen. Not going to happen. No, <laughs> there'll just be more problems in the future. Maybe the next generation will be a little bit better. I'll, I'll do my part in, uh, in raising my that kids, is, but that is the one goal in life is that the next generation should be better. Everyone should strive to leave the earth in a little bit better of a situation than you found it in. And you know what? So far, so good, I think. Uh, <laughs> we, we got a lot of work, but uh, I guess it could be worse. Yeah, so far, so good. We're, uh, we're further from our past than we... Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. My, my, first, my first 27 years of contribution, I, I wouldn't say are tremendous strides in progress but it's it's not going too far backwards so that's good yeah i just mean as humanity as a whole sure sure it's nice that we have iphones <laughs> exactly that's what i'm trying to say that's the whole point of this argument yeah <laughs> okay um anyways enough of that controversial stuff we talked too much about that stuff um Let's talk about the YouTube videos we've been watching. Enough about that unimportant stuff. <laughs> yeah, this stuff's not important at all anymore. Let's talk about a platform where everyone can share their ideas regardless of their quality. I agree. <laughs> have you... So you've seen the videos I keep sending you, haven't you? I have, yeah. I, I had already seen those. Okay, they're really cool. So I... So I cool. forgot the name of it. It's called like Melody Sheep, I think. Yeah, That's the channel like that. name. It's something like that. And there's this one video that I found a long time ago. It was called like um, a time lapse of the future of our universe or something like mm -hmm. that. And I love it. It's a great video. It just goes through like what could happen, what possibly could happen in, in the millions and billions of years in our future of, of the whole universe and possibly multiple universes if you believe in that. Yeah, it's called Life Beyond by Melody Sheep. Yeah, it's all really cool. And um, they have like... What's the video that I watched last night? It was Alien Museum. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Alien Museum. And that goes into possible... Um, it goes super in detail, too, about like other carbon-based life forms that could exist, mm -hmm. as well as possible uh, silicon life forms. Mm -hmm. And it explains to you how and why and what. And it asks a lot of questions, too, because obviously we don't know anything about it yet, but... Super informative, and I love that stuff. It's and I also cool. watch, I watch a lot of ocean stuff too, and I like deep ocean stuff. Yeah. Um, and I'm always kind of disappointed because there's not a lot, sadly. I wish there was more to learn about it, but there's just so little. Oh, there's so much. Well, yeah, I I know what you mean. There's so much to learn, but there's so little to consume because yeah. of the lack of research. How tough it is to research that part of our own planet. 
Oh yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Cuz like you you watch one deep sea documentary and you've you know everything about it really. They say what? They've uh what's the statistic? They've explored more of the moon than the ocean. Yeah, the the than the the deep. We know more about the surface of the moon than the surface of the bottom of the ocean. So I guess the not the surface, but just the bottom. I of think the it's ocean. just a percentage thing, like percentage of the ocean because you know, most of it is a complete mystery. Yeah, it's it's the percentage is way bigger for the moon. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, like close to ninety percent of the world's ocean is unexplored. Jeez, that's a lot. What's your favorite deep sea creature? My favorite deep sea creature? Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. I haven't really given mine. Much mine might be the Greenland shark. Oh, that's a good answer. I thought you were going to say a goblin yeah. shark. Goblin sharks are kind of cool, but... They're gross. They're gross. Greenland sharks are awesome. Greenland sharks are really they get, cool. They live... I think they live for over like 300 years or something like that. I think it's, it's crazy. I think it's about 300. I think it's like 250 to 300. But they also okay, so don't really know because they haven't been able to study them for that long. Mm-hmm. So that it could be an outrageous number. Yeah, and they just move really slowly because it's just all cold lobster also, oh, I like the, also I like lived the, for like 200 years yeah lo- that, that was a weird one when i learned about that lobster jellyfish uh, i love the chimera chimeras are really cool the ghost sharks uh i'm not familiar with the chimera oh really they're they're just like uh shark ancestors it's called the chimera chimera ghost sharks chimera yeah. like the mythical beast i yeah i believe they're just called chimeras weird yeah i don't know why chimera huh. but they're just like little tiny they look like fish but they're relatives with the shark and they have like huge eyes and uh extended shark fins kind of I see. very interesting look them up at home guys it sounds a little similar to a thrasher what's a thrasher a thrasher is a shark that has like a really kind of like a whip-like tail whip-like tail and a bit longer fins i don't think i know that one thrasher shark maybe i've seen it before i just don't know by you, name yeah you you would know it if you saw it but I used to. I wanted. I used to want to be a marine biologist. I remember this. Mm-hmm. You were studying it. You didn't. You like kind of set up to study that or not? Not yet. I did. Yeah. I went to. I went to Texas State to be a marine biologist. And when I found out that I had to take, um, chemistry, biology, and then two other biology classes after that, and then another chemistry class, uh, I gave up. I didn't care that much enough to, to you try have, it. Uh, you would have known what a thresher shark was if you if you'd taken. If it. I studied, if I kept up. Yeah, you're probably right. But I don't know. I just, I still, I still kind of want to, but I don't. You know, I I don't want to go through the school to do it. I I'd, I'd rather just. You just want to get learn a bucket and go to the lake. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to build my own submarine and go down there and explore. James Cameron style. Maybe I'll try to do an internship at an aquarium, maybe. You could do an internship. You could PA for the next Avatar movie and get in good with James Cameron. Oh, that's so true. Yeah, that's probably an easy job to get. Oh, I bet, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had a friend Especially... who did craft services for Titanic. That's cool. Really, Titanic. Yeah, so James Cameron knew her name. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. Maybe maybe he'd invite me to go on a submarine one day if I tried hard enough. You, he just might. 
But I'd be super just interested in that. Would you be scared of doing that? Because I know you're scared of doing a lot of stuff. Not I'm scared. I know you. Just no, I'm. I'm doing... afraid of doing mostly everything in life. That's okay. Uh, I'm struggling now to think of the things that I'm not afraid of. But <laughs> going down in the ocean is. Uh, I think that would be something tallied off that I would not participate in. You don't think so? I'm not a fan of the fear of like pressure building up and then killing me. Yeah, it's a little scary. Anything but that think... needs to be depressurized, uh, even planes, like I'm not a huge like fan of. I'm less scared of the ocean mm-hmm. than I am of space. Like I'd much rather go into the ocean than I would to space. I would much rather go to space than the than the deep deep ocean. And I get it. I I do understand that because a lot of people are like, oh, like you you don't know what's down there. But I'm pretty certain that there's nothing. It's gonna attack a submarine that far down. Most creatures live at the bottom are very slow, anyways. We just don't know. Most but exactly, we don't know. Uh, maybe the fast ones are just good at hiding. But that's where I want to go, is because I want to. I want to find new creatures and. Well, the probability of something bad happening if I went to space is a lot higher than the probability of something bad happening if I go to the deep ocean. I'm just exactly. thinking of worst case scenario. If I have to pick a way to die, I'd rather die in space than three miles. I would rather die in space. Surface. I would rather die in space as well. It'd but be, it'd be a it's a risk quicker. I'm willing to take. I don't know. The pressure would probably kill you real fast down that far deep. You think? But I, I don't want to. It'd be slow if like there was a crack in the windshield. I don't want to swallow water window. for even a second. <laughs> With all the marine snow. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be gross and not not fun. Yeah. You know, I heard that um, you can actually hold your breath in space for a little bit. Uh. Is it even holding your breath? There'd be no breath to hold. It would just all crumble, right? Yeah, I don't think you're... I heard you can well, survive for like four seconds on the moon. It's pretty It's pretty different. Like, I've heard, I've heard different things. It's like, so different depending on where you are. Exactly. In space, well, yeah. Yeah, like, like deep in space. Like, deep in space, I've heard that... I think you can actually hold your breath. But I'm not certain, so don't hold it to me if i'm wrong um i've heard but i mean like you can actually take a breath and hold it it wouldn't just like uh, immediately be nothingness i've heard that after past mars it's less than a second everywhere i've heard that mars and the moon um because it's so cold i'm sure and above the surface in venus are the only places that you can survive for more than a second i feel like that makes more that without makes a more suit sense. yeah yeah well, just because of the cold and though. i think the the gravity of most of the uh other planets like is so immense that it you. would just crush you instantly. Yeah, it would it would pull you so fucking fast you wouldn't even know what's going on. Imagine going into a black hole, like they did in Interstellar. Do you know the uh, scientific term for dying to a black hole? Uh, isn't it called like uh passing through the void or something? No, no, it's called sp- <laughs> spaghettification. Oh yeah, I did know that. Yeah, it's been—I forgot, but I know it now. I remember now. Yeah, spaghettification. Ugh. I wonder if black holes lead anywhere. Uh, to spaghetti, to spaghettification. To spaghetti land. Spaghetti land. Sounds like they. Where does all places. the stuff go? I don't think it goes anywhere. I think they just consume matter and destroy it. You think? Yeah, and then just radiation. Well, okay, so. I know that black holes cannot last forever because eventually after a long period of time, they, they will collapse on themselves, collapse and explode. Yeah. 
So I think that they just consume matter until they explode eventually. I don't think it goes anywhere. So sorry if you guys think it will. But wormholes, that's a different story. I don't oh. know much about wormholes. You sound like Do you know if wormholes are real? Uh I I no, I'd say they're I don't not. think I don't think it's even proven, yeah. It's certainly not. It's absolutely not. You don't think it's true at all? Absolutely not. A wormhole? I I've I have no context for knowing or not. It's but... it's theoretical. Yeah, but it'd be cool, huh? Yeah, it'd be convenient. <laughs> it'd be convenient for sure. <laughs> I don't think yeah, I don't think they exist. Uh, well, let me fill in the gaps. They they don't exist. I well, let's say we don't think. You never know. Sure, sure. That's true. Okay, that's you. true. That's true. You know, I'm really bummed. I had I had this app on my phone, and it was called Insect ID, and I used it to like take pictures of insects and find out what the insect was. And it was crazy. It was really good at it too. Um, and I sent you a cool picture of that moth today. I found a really cool moth. It was called like an imperial. Do you know moth, how long it would take me to find out the identity uh, the identity of any insect on Reddit? Yeah, I know it would be like half a second. It'd be a but the thing about the time was, it takes to die in, on Jupiter. The thing is, is this app had like a collection system. So like I had it was like Pokemon Snap. Okay. I had like a collection of all the bugs I found. And it was super cool and I it just got uninstalled from my phone and the app store no longer has it. I don't know why. I can't imagine why they don't have it any longer. It sounds like it would be a booming business idea. I don't know. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, but they have a plant one too. I know they have a plant one, which is less interesting to me. It was so cool. In most marketing classes for like business school, that demographic of like 20 year old bug enthusiast is, yeah. it's, it's like the key market. Hmm. Why? I don't know. They just spend the money the most. Really? I guess, I guess they spend the money a lot. I wouldn't say I'm a bug enthusiast, but I definitely like bugs. Yeah, bugs are cool. I'm a fan of insects. I have a um, a Cleopatra. I think it's called a Cleopatra something. It's like a big horned beetle that's framed. Oh, so it's appropriating Egyptian culture? No, because it's not. I think it's like the scientific name of it is Cleo, Cleo something. Did you purchase it, it this? Is... Yes, I did. So someone is profiting off of uh this insect which was named after and it's not from Egypt, is it? insects i have no idea is the money going back to egypt's economy yes oh well that's actually not a problem then <laughs> i'm not sure probably not i just bought it in like a north carolina mountain shop gifts place mm. it's really cool though i love it so much i bought it for katie because she likes drawing bugs sometimes i've seen some of her bug drawings you have i have they're very cool she's a very good artist she is if you guys don't know uh who my girlfriend is yet go check out her instagram it's katherine dot may brown i believe she has a lot of her art on there go check it out it's very cool art yeah i like bugs she doesn't post a lot nah she she's been slow on the art nowadays she tries to crack open her book and draw sometimes, but she's she's been slow with it. She just says she works all the time now. She's so busy, mm-hmm. and when she comes home, she's just so tired and she just doesn't do anything anyways. I get that. Yeah, 
I, I don't, sadly. You don't? Yes. Yeah. No, most of your energy goes to uh, top two finishes in Apex. That's true. <laughs> That's pretty good, though, statistically. It is really good. Out of out of f- how many squads drop in for a game of duos? At least five. I think it's 30 squads. I think it's 20. Are you sure it's 20? I'm pretty sure. That makes... Th- I think it's 30. I think you're wrong on that one, actually. Uh, I think you're right. I think for duos, it's 30, and for trios, it's 20. Yes, yeah, that makes sense. Because every time it hits 15 squads, it says that we're halfway. They're all halfway dead. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, th- second place out of 30 squads is pretty good. It's very good, and it's usually what we get. Yeah. Playing Apex has been a little hard recently because I feel like... We're not the best at sticking to landing these days. Nah... We'll get better. We did we did we do well in our games we win. Absolutely. We just have like a few mistakes in some games we lose. Nothing big though. Nothing it's big. still fun. Anyways, how was your day today, Jordan? I haven't asked you yet. It's good. First day of the classes. Uh yeah. Pretty Tell standard. Pretty standard. My first class was quanti- quantitative reasoning, which is just a silly, stupid entry level like problem solving class. It's uh a fancy name for figure stuff out um after that i had (laughs) editing two my editing professor is a documentary filmmaker which is always a plus because that's what i want to get into uh and he just finished a documentary with either ooh either hbo or showtime either way really cool he's working in the industry so that's always a plus and my last class of the day that i just got out of not too long ago was personal documentary which i'm very very excited for Mm -hmm. and i like all my professors so far i saw you do your homework you saw me do my homework for post 200 editing too. Nice. It was, uh, <laughs> it was, uh, it was, it was a film school assignment. Mm-hmm. It looks, it looks pretty, pretty simple for a first assignment. That's yeah. So confusing. So for that class, what do you think you're going to do? Like, is that all you're going to do is just edit the clips that he gives you? Or is that just an intro thing? What is, what is, what's the point? Yeah. So in the editing classes that I've taken in the past and from what the syllabus makes this one seem like it's going to be is we're going to get bins of footage and we're just going to have to, it's mostly working on how you organize your editing workflow and um, using the edit as a vessel for a different theme that you want to portray so one of our assignments that we have coming up is where everyone's using the same footage but through their edit they have to portray a character as hating someone or loving someone uh so it's it's kind of establishing tone through just cuts okay okay so that's uh that's the first thing and then from there we're just gonna do kind of different things to hone in on on different skills that editors should have okay nice um what kind of work have you been doing with kinsey recently because i know you guys said that you're you're still getting like um i guess commissions would be the word for it uh yeah 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 freelance uh filmmaking so it's just what kind of stuff have you gotten kinsey did i don't think she charged for a maternity shoot that she did that turned into like a little family shoot for some friends of ours so she didn't charge okay. for that just because they're they're good friends. So she did that yeah. the other day, and she's she's working on that in Photoshop and Lightroom right now. She's also doing um, some videos, and she's been doing videos for our jujitsu school's website and their Instagram. Okay. 
She did a couple I saw for those, yeah. a basketball coach and a swimwear brand. I saw that as well. Uh, and then there's a political piece that's going to be the biggest, most professional thing that we've done. That's just an editing job that is coming oh. up in the next month or so. Wow, cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm happy. I'm proud of you guys. Thank you. Yeah, she's getting a lot of work these days. Yeah, that's good. And I haven't really done much of any. Oh, and she's also doing a music video. And these are all things that I would be involved in heavily, but I haven't been able to be at shoots with her. Yeah, it's hard when you're not there with everything going down. No, limping around, I can't. I can't. Well, you're in school now too. Doing schoolwork. Yeah, that never affected it too much. It's mostly just my knee that's keeping me from from doing these things right now. But I'm excited to uh, to be able to get back to it in the next couple months. Yeah, eventually it'll be all healed up. What about you? We don't go through your days are so similar day to day. We don't we don't go through them enough though. Did did anything surprising or fun happen today? Ooh, not really. Um, Stormfront comes in tomorrow. The new book I'm gonna read. You'll love I'm excited it. to talk about that. Yeah, you'll love it. I, I think this will play since you're since you're newer to reading fiction. I think this uh-huh. will play more like a movie than anything you've ever read in your head. I think you'll be able to really, really see every single scene. Oh, good. Okay, I'm I'm excited. You've you've brought me into the world, and I'm and you say that this is the best one so far, right? That you've read. Yeah, I think so. I, I think this wow, is better okay. than um Red than Rising. Red Rising. Cool. I'm excited then. I'm very excited. I think I'm excited also to read the next few books in the Red Rising trilogy. You need to get off that train for a while. You're you're still a, you're still a, a book newbie, so this is. I the, know. You I think know. you're at the prime pinnacle of of no, literature? No, I don't. I don't. I, I just am excited to read it because I care about. I it. I can tell you're you're excited, but we gotta gotta wet your bill in a couple other places first. <laughs> All right, sounds good. It's also it's it's so hot outside. I take the dog out every day, um, and. It is so hot in Texas right now. It's terrible. You need to get out there and get a good workout in. Outside in that's the heat? When, that's when champions are made, yeah. I guess so. That's how I just... came up, shooting at the half-court basketball uh, court at Alta Vista. Yeah, yeah. I have a basketball in my car. I could go, I could go practice. Yeah, man. You could be the next I'm Kobe. pretty atrocious, though. Pretty bad at basketball? Yeah, I'm. I'm good at defending, but... I'm actually pretty good at defending, but I just can't. I can't shoot for, sh- for shoot for crap. You'd probably shut me down, huh? Yeah, I'd shut you down easily. Definitely. Wow. I know you're pretty bad, and you've been out of it for a while, so yeah. Yeah, I'm not good. <laughs> I mean, I was like a professional too. You were close. You were darn close. Yeah, I was l- almost there. Closer than you ever wanted to be. Some say. Yeah. No, I never cared for it. Um, <laughs> So that's just the thing, though. We're cursing this life with things we don't care for, but we're good at. Now we'll see if you have any natural jujitsu ability when you come to Chicago next uh, month. I yeah, we will. Do you see yourself as a scrambler? What does that mean? You know, a, a scrambler. Are you a uh, scrambler? What do you mean? Are you elusive? Do you feel like you're uh, agile? Quick on my toes. Quick on your feet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty agile. Yeah, we'll see. I'm excited. I, I don't even know the rules of jiu-jitsu, so, yeah. It's we'll uh, to... the rules of jiu-jitsu. It's, it's tap or nap. Tap or nap? Tap or nap. Tap or you get knocked out? Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that's, I'll, that's I, I can learn to, to tap. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to learn stuff, too. I don't just get my, 
my ass kicked. No, you will. The class that you'll go to will be a fundamentals class, so it'll you'll do the warm up and then it'll spend a lot of time. Also, are you, do you do pretty good push ups? Uh, yeah. I'm Get your push ups better before you before you come to Chicago. Why? Because I don't want you to feel like totally out of place and have dead arms for jujitsu, and they're gonna make you do. Uh, they don't. Well, first of all, it's not like a sport to where they're like. Um, it, it is a sport, but it's not like a sport to where they're gonna like yell at you and care if you're like not doing great push-ups. But okay. they do a, quite a bit of push-ups at the beginning of class in the warm-up, and if you've never done them before, or of I know you've many? done push-ups, not a lot, many? not a lot, but like I think it's like thirty. Uh, it's not bad. It's it's not a lot I'll, at all. But I'll like practice. if you, if haven't, you haven't done, done them in a while and you're like yeah. in a heavy gi, it's like dang, these are like tough push-ups right now. How many push-ups do I do a day to get ready? Uh, just go back to your do 100 a day. Everybody should do 100 push-ups a day. Yeah, we used to do that a lot. At least, at least 100 a day. You, you got know, it. you know that's how I feel. I haven't been able to do push-ups. I I tried to do push-ups the first time since my surgery last week, and I just can't support my weight on my toes yet. Yeah. So. Yeah. Don't risk it. Yeah. But uh, well, I'll get ready. I'll get ready. I'll start working out some more. Yeah, I just want you to be as comfortable for your first class. But the way the first class will be is you'll go through a warm up. A little stretching, a little strength uh, conditioning in the warm-up, and then you'll go into learning a sweep first, which is something that you'll use to change position Okay. Uh, to get a more beneficial position. Yeah. And then after you go through that, you'll drill that with a partner for about 10 minutes, 5-10 minutes, and then you'll move to a submission that you'll drill with the partner. And then after that, you'll meet again, you'll talk about it, and then you'll you'll usually roll for the last which is is sparring you'll usually roll for the last 25 30 45 minutes and you'll use this time to work on the things that you either for in your case just learn since it's all you you know uh, yeah and just work on your stuff i'm so nervous okay i'm excited though yeah you'll be rolling with kinsey so it'll be fun cool uh, but sometimes they do king of the hill and you'll like line up and go with everybody oh like everyone fights together what do you mean uh no oh, like <laughs> Yeah, so there'll be I, like I a line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm excited. It's really fun. You'll like it. I think I will. I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm not weak either. I'm pretty. I'm pretty strong. I think. We'll. We'll, we'll see. Well, I guess we'll see. Yeah, we'll I guess see. we'll see. I'm stronger than Katie for sure. <laughs> you know that because you you two fight physically all the time. Yeah, I beat her up a lot. I mean, she needs it. At honestly. least. At least you have a baseline. Yeah, that's true. That's true. She can't do more than like two push-ups though. Really? Is she not a big push-upper? No. She actually has gotten better though. She she used to barely be able to do two. I think she can do a little more now. Like she can do like five or something. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which is impressive for her because yeah. she started so low. Yeah, starting any kind of progression is uh is good progression. Yeah. And I know a lot of people that do way worse than her. Like my sister Emily is probably a one push-up girl. It's funny. That's one of the things you take for granted in like middle school and even early high school. And you realize when you're an adult is how physically not gifted most people are. Yeah. A lot of people are unlucky. I mean, I'm, I'm not very physically gifted. Well, if we just went to to our friends and we're like, all right, y'all let's do 50 pushups right now. Some of them would really, and then like, let's do 50 pushups and 50 sit-ups. In a row? And then 10 pull-ups straight. Like, some of them, one, wouldn't be able to do a single pull-up, would really struggle to get the sit-ups, and would also have a hard time with the push-ups. I could do sit-ups pretty easily. I'd have a hard time with 50 push-ups in a row, though. 
Uh, well, make it. They don't have to be in a row. Make it. Make it ten. I, I just people like yeah. when you're an adult, you realize how tough it is for people to do very very basic workouts. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, like people that if look healthy. If you don't work out frequently, then it's it's hard to yeah to keep up with that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I which I don't. I I need to start sticking with the schedule, but it's so hard. It'd be it'd be so much easier if you had a friend that was also would. interested would. in fitness. Well, yeah, going going with somebody is always the best thing to do, I think. Yeah. Because you hold each other accountable. Even going to jujitsu is, is a good thing because, you know, it's a job pretty much. Yeah, Requires you to it. do stuff. I, I, I think, think so. I think after you do it, I think you'll be looking to join a gym somewhere. Yeah, I might. I definitely might. Mm-hmm. I'll probably, I might. Maybe I'll get some friends here to do it with me too. Although I've been telling you, I think Muay Thai is more your speed. Okay, I'll look into both. I'll look into Muay Thai then. And you have a great, oh, such a great MMA gym in Austin. I'm so jealous. <laughs> Come back and we can go do it together. It's almost tempting enough for me to move to Austin. <laughs> go for it, man. But it's there great. are there are better ones in uh, Las Vegas. Austin also kind of sucks for a lot of reasons. Also kind of sucks for a few reasons. Uh, but to be honest, for, temperature. for the filmmaking scene, Vegas and Austin both, uh, Vegas has the upper hand in, in commercial stuff, I think, but um, Austin's not a complete wash for filmmaking, so both moves make sense. We will see where I land in the next year and a half, two years. Yeah, and I'm excited to see where you land, too. Thank you. And I support you wherever you shall go. Uh, well, thanks. Uh, yeah, dude. Maybe maybe we'll get you a nice little uh, shipping container in the backyard. That'd be nice. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd take that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What else has been happening in your life recently? Tell us. Tell the people. Um, well, nothing. With the, with the personal doc class, I've kind of just been thinking of what I want to do. Because we have several assignments that we have to do. Uh, some, like, journal-style documentary. And I've had, you know, with this knee injury, it's kind of given me a, a good opportunity. The only thing is, like, the knee would be a good opportunity for me to document me kind of getting back to my recovery to get back into training. But yeah. I this class doesn't go until February. It goes until November. And it's not going to be enough time for me to make, like, a cool video of me getting back into, like, fighting shape, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I get it. So uh, so I don't know what I'm going to do there, but that's uh, that's the only thing I've been really thinking about for for filmmaking stuff. Uh, there was a... So, yeah, what do you want to start on? Like, what do you want to actually get to work on? Anything you can do now? Um, for like filmmaking? Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. like a project that you want to do yourself. I did. I was really interested in starting to film for a documentary, whether it be a short doc or a feature length one of me recovering from this injury and training to get my first MMA fight. I thought, okay. I thought that'd be something that'd be really cool for yeah. me to film all the way up to the fight and everything after also. Uh, I, I think that'd be a really interesting piece. Um, there's also a ton of documentary projects that I've had and, and several narrative things that I've I've wanted to write, but I, I'm more focused on the documentary stuff right now because I, I kind of like being a one or two man band and being able yeah. to... Uh, get something done that i can put into festivals and stuff so it's much much harder with a group of people for sure i wanted to make a youtube documentary about small youtubers that are trying to make it 
just because I think that's oh, a, that's such an us. interesting corner of society right now. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I mean, it's just who we are anyways right now. Yeah, but the documentary possibilities are endless. And I, I'm obsessed with really boring stories. Like, I would be so happy if they made $10 million movies about someone who worked at a Target and nothing else, and you just followed their life. That's why documentaries like Mind in the Gap are so great to me, because it's just, it's a very real not glamorized portrayal of life and i think if there were more movies like that documentary or narrative it it would be so so beneficial to society to see more real people doing real things every day um on screen because i think media has kind of muddied the water for for a lot of people and and how they see themselves in society it makes a lot of people upset with their role in life so. Yeah, I think that I, I totally agree with that. I think that fi- watching documentaries like that that are um, quote unquote boring. I mean, you're right; like they're they're not as interesting as other stuff, but they are. They're just not what people are used to, I guess. Yeah, and I, I really just want to put more of that back into the world. Yeah, I get it. I I support you with that too because I like that stuff and focus on uh, novel writing and literature for uh most of my fictional stuff nice well i guess i really don't have um i guess this channel is my hobby right now this is my goal to grow to grow our channel and be be youtube famous famous. (laughs) it's all we want (laughs) in life it's all it's all we want in life it'll be great too when uh and it's like on this episode of here are our video ideas that we're going to do eventually. Um, uh-huh. It'll be it'll be great once we get more of a flow of like what kind of videos we want to have. I agree, yeah. It's just tough when it's, you know, when gaming is the easiest thing that two people like this can do when they're not in the same place. But there's yeah, not it's, a whole lot of exciting so stuff apart, to play. For sure. That's true. Um, yeah. Because, not even know. We'll figure it out. For Ooh, sure. we'll Chicago vlogs. Chicago vlogs. Chicago vlogs. Over in Chicago? Yeah. We could do that, yeah. Not a terrible idea. We do my, my first Ethan's first jujitsu class. Oh yes. We'll make a <laughs> we'll make a short docuseries of uh of you coming <laughs> a 10 to minute Chicago. docuseries? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. With like five like minute that. videos. Yeah. Five to ten minute videos. That that'd be a lot of work, but I'd do it. That's the it's the price we pay. That's true. Maybe once we get a more of a fan base, we can go on trips together and actually professionally vlog them. Oh, definitely. But I'm also, to... professional, I mean... Well, the... not professional, but... Yes, professional. Um... Oh, yes, professional? Yeah, yeah, by definition. Kinsey and I are professional filmmakers. We've been paid to do jobs. You guys are. Yeah, yeah, you guys are. I'm not, but it would be professional, yes. I, I love the idea of using another passion of mine to feed into making art through filmmaking like whether it be me getting an mma fight or me self-publishing a book or or anything like i i think it'd be so cool especially in an mma promotion just because everyone's such an individual you know it's it's the loneliest sport on earth it's it's not a team sport by any means and everyone that you work with is not a coworker. They're a total enemy. Someone that you're gonna have to punch in the face and get punched in the face by at some point. 
Yeah. Uh, but I think it'd be so cool if there was like I would love to fight in any kind of promotion, uh, like even like Bellator or or PFL. Like those are two ginormous ones, so it's not like those are bad at all. But I, I love the idea of a fighter um, making it a point to go across the country or even the world, since there's so many international fighters, and interviewing them in a very like natural like kind of run and gun kind of way where they're like showing them their hometown or wherever they live and where they're from and just kind of like talking to them about their lives uh just getting to know everyone else in the promotion that they fight in yeah just because it's such an individual sport but as a whole like i I just think that'd be a really cool project for someone to do yeah that sounds really fun yeah i would love to do something like like that someday yeah you should go for it you should try yeah if i can that'd be great you should do it right now actually Right now, since I have two good knees, now's the time. I think so. You need to do it now. As soon as we're done with this, I'll get up and start. Before somebody listens to this video and steals your idea. Well, you know what we're going to have to do? Uh, We're going to have to record you and I sparring at least a little bit. We can. Yeah, we can upload a video of that. When you come to Chicago. We might not. That that sounds like something that's going to get scrapped. You think so? I think so. Why? I just, I I have a feeling. Because you're going to... Cause you're gonna kill me accidentally. Ah, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I think scrapped. we'll. I think we'll both look at it and be like, eh. Uh, maybe, but eh. yeah. Eh. Let's not do this. Yeah. Ooh. Well, we'll see how it goes when we get when I get there. I gotta. I gotta ice this knee first though before we think about doing anything. That's true. Yeah, you better get healed up before I get there. I also have to take you to the stupid shed aquarium. You were about to. I said I also have to. Oh, you have to. Cause... I'm excited to go. Because you you love uh, you love the ocean. I love the ocean. I love aquariums, and we didn't do it last time because it was way too packed. Because the shed is stupid. I'll have to. The shed get aquarium sucks. Prior. Dude, stop it! No one thinks this but me. I know. Stop. Uh, and Kinsey too, right? Kinsey was also not impressed. Yeah. Well, not impressed is different than stupid. I I'm also not impressed. It's not stupid, but I, I was okay. not impressed. Well, I guess I'll be the deciding factor for myself. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm happy to see what you think. I. I don't think you'll like it. I haven't been to too many aquariums, though. No, that's not true. The the one I went to that was really good was in Houston, mm. or Galveston. It was the the pyramid one. Haven't been. Oh, it's so good. It's so awesome. And we went at the perfect time because me and Katie went because there was nobody. Like it was about to close, so there's nobody there. I mean, it wasn't about to. It was like two hours away from closing. So it was us and like a few other people that we never saw because they went the opposite direction. I've been in Bass Pro Shops with more interesting water exhibits than most of the stuff I saw at the shed. You've said that, and I am surprised. Yeah. But that being said, Bass Pro Shop does have kind of cool uh, aquarium exhibits. <laughs> they do. Some of them are really impressive. <laughs> I want to have a giant aquarium wall in my future mansion. Yeah, oh yeah. Salt water I, I or fresh water? So bad. Um, I want to have both. Oh yeah, like a mixture of both. You're just gonna one. mix them both. Not, yeah, not both. I want to mix them both together. Yeah, because if you have the perfect amount of half and half, they can all survive together. Yeah, that's what all the experts <laughs> say. <laughs> that's yeah, it is. I I watch videos all the time about it. Mm-hmm. No, I want to have two different ones. I want to have a salt water one or fresh water one. And I want them to compete for my attention. I want to train the fish to do tricks. Yeah. Uh, and then whenever I look at, because they're on both sides of the wall. 
So they're opposite of each other, looking at each other the whole time. And whenever I pass through, whichever one impresses me more, I I make the uh, pH level in the water more um, sustainable for the fish. So it's kind of glad so the other one. Well, yeah. Okay. But it makes them better. You know? yeah, the yeah, strongest yeah. fish wins. Yeah. And so the other tank, the freshwater or saltwater, whichever one loses and does not give get their get my attention enough. I, I will increase yeah. the pH yeah, yeah. and uh, make the balance off so it's uncomfortable for them. <laughs> It'll be very uncomfortable. I'm a hard, I'm a harsh ruler, and that's just how it is. You uh, know? You're also a vegan. Yeah, that's true. This is a very non-vegan approach to, well, first I'm of not gonna all, kill them. the first strike is keeping fish. The, oh, my gosh. The second strike is <laughs> the mishandling. Oh, they deserve it, though. Because fish don't feel pain, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. What's your favorite kind of fish? Uh, Saltwater and freshwater. I love the whale shark. Whale shark might be my favorite uh, fish, saltwater fish. That's a fish. It's a fish, right? It is. That's a fish. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, freshwater, let me think. Uh, you seem like a catfish kind of guy. Nah, I like catfish, but nah. Uh, arrow aeropimas. Ew. No. Not a fan of aeropimas. Uh, I'm thinking of the right thing, right? Which one? Explain it to me. Uh, they're kind of serpent-like. Yes, the Amazon ones. Yeah, they're big you don't like and serpent-like. Ones? Mm, they're kind of gross and i heard they taste really bad oh well i'm not gonna eat it (laughs) yeah but that's just a factor for me that makes sense i can't get it no i just i i did hear that though (laughs) i like arapaimas and i like um i like what is it called uh golden dorados now that one i'm unfamiliar with i watch river monsters so that's how i know it but Ah. it's a it's just a pretty golden fish. It's nice. Ah. It's like a big... Uh, they can get it for like three feet long, I think. Maybe four. Whoa. And it's like big... I can't. I don't know what they look like exactly. But look them up. Uh, golden Dorados. Like El Dorado. Yeah. They're very cool. Must be a huge what about fan. You? you don't know what they look like. Yeah, I bet you like them. What about your favorite fish? Saltwater or freshwater? Uh, favorite saltwater fish there's so many eels are cool i like saying eels just because eels are really they neat. go to the bermuda triangle to have their babies and nobody knows how they reproduce uh they do know do they they do yeah how um i forget i watched a video on it oh but I they do know the they figured it out cool they figured it out and it was confusing i think the main dilemma was um they are super too like they're super duper tiny on the journey there to where no one sees them and they're also genderless until they get there or something yes yeah it's something like that because i knew that they couldn't see like they couldn't find any genitalia for either they they uh, for any eels they ride a current and uh it's something like that but so yeah. they all they all meet in one place and, and have a big orgy is that what goes on uh uh, I mean, they're not participating with one another in sex, but yeah, I guess I, I get what much. you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, eels <laughs> are cool. Um, 
But, I, dude, there's so many cool kinds of sharks, and you know I'm a big fan of sharks. I like sharks a lot. I mean, everyone likes sharks. Everyone likes sharks. Except for the weird people that don't, but we yeah. don't talk about those people. Uh, thresher sharks look cool. Mako sharks are really, really cool. Bull yeah, sharks, that's, sharks. A, that's a classic. Uh, great whites, obviously, you gotta, you gotta talk about. Uh, ooh, hammerheads are neat. Hammerheads are super cool. Hammerheads yeah. are cool. Uh, I like alligator guards too. Talking about fresh oh, yeah. water, they're pretty cool. Those are neat. Some people are really scared of alligator guards. They're scary. Yeah, they look scary, but they're not too hard. They won't hurt you too bad. Not too bad. They can hurt you, but not. They're not super aggressive. Nah. Except yeah. there's like one species that is really aggressive. Of of um of gar. Really? I believe so. I wouldn't be surprised. They look like they'd be aggressive. They really do, yeah. Barracudas are cool. Barracudas are cool. They're intense. Now, that's Those a dangerous scary. fish. Yeah, I don't want to go near that fish. No. My swim team growing up was the uh, barracudas. Oh, that's cool. We had a chant. I forget how it went. You were on a swim team? I didn't know that. You said, Burr, it's cold in here. There must be some kudas in the atmosphere. And then, we, and then everyone would go say what? That's kind of good. Yeah, no, I, I, I okay. was a part of the barracudas, but I never rose to the ranking of barracuda. The swim. Don't you hate swimming? I hate swimming. The swim school had um, levels, so you would start at water bug, and then you would be a guppy, and then you would be something else, something else, something else, something else. Eventually, you would be shark, and then you'd be barracuda, which doesn't really make sense in the hierarchy of of. No, a shark could demolish an actual you. ecosystem, but the barracuda was. You should be called the sharks. Sure, yeah, that, exactly. But I, I, when I made it to Guppy, um, they made you not swim dude. in a shirt and also wear a speedo. <laughs> Wait, what? And I, until fifth or sixth grade, I always swam with a shirt on because I didn't like taking my shirt off. <laughs> and. Um, and then I realized I, I like realized in sixth grade that I was kind of cute, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm taking this off. <laughs> so, that's funny but at the time that i got promoted to guppy i did not want to wear a speedo for sure and i definitely didn't want to take my shirt off so i quit that's pretty intense for yeah so i quit swim school i i think i would have i would have enjoyed swim school i would i i, I regret that i did nothing you never did never gymnastics part. gymnastics is so ubiquitous for like no. kids across america no i didn't do anything man really no soccer no nothing at all Nope. I'm ashamed. My parents should have made me. Nothing? Um, Wait, I didn't know this. You didn't even play, like, rec soccer or, or nope. t-ball? Nope, nope, nope. What sports have you played? Not, have not, I played? Not I played organized. a bunch. Not organized, but, like, yeah. Like, I, I know how to play soccer. I, I'm okay at soccer. I've practiced a little bit. Okay. I can play basketball, but I'm terrible at basketball. Um, but good at defense. Frisbee, if that counts. I'm good at defense. i just terrible at shooting. Frisbee doesn't really count. Frisbee doesn't count. I can throw a frisbee pretty well. Um, Shame it doesn't count. There? I don't know how to do tennis. I used to do tennis in, I think in high school, we had like a athletics class, but we didn't do anything. We just kind of like, so track, like track and field. Um, that's all I did. But that was a class that I had and I didn't try very hard. What events like did I, you do? I purposefully, uh, just running um, like the, the mile or whatever. That's all I really did, and I purposely didn't do as well as I could have because I didn't want to go to track meets. Uh, you had to hold yourself else? back. 
Yeah, which I I kind of regret. I obviously regret it, but even at the time, I was like, "Why did I just try? I could have been so good." And I you just... look like every cross country kid I've ever seen. Yeah, I I got some good stamina. I'm a good runner. Um, my dad was a good runner too, and he he was always like, "Man, you could be so good," but nah. My mom says the same thing. He was never interested in putting you in any sports, like when you were young enough to where he could. Well, his parents were very strict and like made him do certain things and made him be a dentist and made him do this. So he was very opposite, mm-hmm. which is not, I don't think it's a good thing. I mean, I think it is for, to an extent, but it's definitely a I good thing, he, but you also got to realize that your six year old kids not going to sign themselves up for soccer. Well, yeah, it's a bit of both. Yeah. So it's like he, he wanted me to do soccer and my mom did too. And I signed up for soccer and did it, but I didn't like when I got to practice and I did terrible, I left and I was like, I don't want to do it again. Ah. And oh, so you okay did do it. soccer for a day. It was for half a day, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which I mean doesn't count in my book. Eh, it um, counts a little bit. Well, since you don't have a huge repertoire to go off of, it it's your most experienced sport. True. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, I've held a tennis racket before. Uh, I can play ping pong, but not very well. What other sports are there? Football. I know how to play football. Uh, I'm not very good at football. What else is there? Wait, so you've played football? But, I mean, like, casually, like, once or twice. Okay. And, like, casually, casually. Have you ever like, played, like, t-ball I, or softball? I don't know what those are. I'm sorry? I don't know what those are. T-ball? What's that? But you know what softball is. Oh, yeah, softball, yeah. Uh, t-ball. Oh, a t-ball is where you just have it on the thing, right? Yeah, it's for like. I kids. know it's okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I. And you I ever was played never softball? Very good at softball or baseball? No. How many times have you thrown a baseball in your life? Not very often. Maybe like a couple times, a handful of times. And have you had a glove on your hand before? Never. You've never had a baseball glove on? No. Whoa. We talked about this before, though. Remember? No, 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 no. You told me you didn't have a baseball glove. No, I've never had one. I don't. And then I asked you, I was like, you never played catch with your dad or anything? And you said no. And I I didn't know you'd never had a baseball glove on. That's a very different thing than never playing catch. Yeah, I've never had a baseball glove. I've never had it on. Never touched one. Oh, you probably touched one. Probably. That's insane. We're going to play catch for sure. Okay, yeah. Let's do it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I have not experienced a lot of sports in my life. But recently, I have actually. Yeah, I've, I've been doing a lot more. I've got a cannon for an arm too. I can I can teach you some things. Good, 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 good. That's insane. Have you played kickball? Yeah. Uh oh yeah, I played kickball like in the gym class. So wait, but you never played kickball until high school? Maybe middle school, I think. But huh. it was like in a gym, and you know, you never played I just kickball didn't outside. No. No. Oh man, that's where that's where like that's legends, where legends are, are made. made. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, here's a story for you. I, I have a story afterwards, so go ahead. Kicked out of being able to play. I was banned with a friend named Kyle Dordery. Uh, okay. we we couldn't play kickball anymore at our school. So at the school, the elementary school that I grew up through, we had fourth and fifth graders had kickball. It was fourth, fifth, and sixth graders had recess at the same time and because at this catholic school like everyone up to eighth grade had recess 
Yeah. And we would play these kickball games outside on the blacktop. And Kyle and I were both so good at kickball that the fourth and the fifth, the fourth, fifth, and sixth graders all played together. But the fourth graders went and told on us, told the teachers that it was unfair for the older kids to play with them because they would always just beat them too bad. <laughs> and well, I don't know how the conversation went, but Kyle and I got pulled aside and we were told that we weren't allowed to play kickball with the fourth graders anymore. So then the fifth graders and the sixth graders had to play us apart from them. But it was because I was too cracked on the kickball field. <laughs> they were scared of you. And they, they were right. I was an animal. Yeah, I never I never played sports outside really with with friends or anything. I didn't have a lot of friends until high school. But I do remember the one time a kickball uh, rolled by my feet when I was by a brick wall and some kids slammed me into the wall accidentally. Did what? He slammed me into the wall accidentally. He was trying to get the ball and he like hit me. And what? How old were you? I was in middle school, like I don't know, <laughs> however old middle schoolers are. I don't think I've ever been knocked off of ba- like my balance accidentally. Yeah, I mean, I think these kids hit me on purpose because it it hurt because oh, well. I my face at the wall. Well, then that's different. Yeah, what a jerk. I don't think I don't think they did. No, just, surely they didn't. But it seemed like they did. I don't know. I can't remember the exact details, but. Wow, we had I have a little such... scar on my on my eyebrow where I smacked the wall with my face. We had such different experiences. Yeah, we totally did. Very, very different. Jeez. <laughs> what? Um it's it's staggering, honestly. Yeah. I don't even know. I mean, what even think. Katie even Katie has done like so many more sports than I have. She was on the swim team as well. She was really good at swim. Um she's really bad now. I swim way faster than her now. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure at the time for her age she was really good, but she has never practiced since. Uh, she was on swim team. I think she was on tennis. I'm not sure what she was on. She's listening to this, so I'm sure, whichever day this comes out, she'll come tell me. I wonder what it was. I don't know. I think tennis and swim were she like, looks the like a, two. she looks like oh, a soccer. golfer. She looks like she played golf in high school. No, 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 never golf. She I think she did like soccer a, she too. She looks like a golfer. I don't think she does. She probably didn't, but I can see her in a little golf outfit and doing the golf. I can see that too. Doing the golf. Doing the golf. Mm-hmm. My dad was a great golfer. Wasn't he a pretty he hardcore played, swimmer he... too? No, no, just runner. I thought he swam like almost every morning. Oh no, no, he did swim every morning, but it wasn't like competitive. Well, he was just like a, he was just a big swimmer for like health, right? Yeah, he just he just swam to work out. Yeah. Uh which is awesome. If I had a pool, I would swim every day. Ugh. But I don't do public pools. I hate it. Yeah, they're pretty gross. They're so gross. I mean, the one we have here is nice and new, but my my mom has a pool and I just go swim there occasionally. Yeah, my dad swam a lot. I never really paid attention to it that much. And then he golfed a lot. He golfed with Evil Knievel. Uh, that's one story I remember him telling me. That's dangerous. Yeah, and then, and then he ran, and that was about it. And he biked too. He biked a lot. He should have just yeah, done the triathlon. He, he should have. That's how he got into his back all messed up. That was a biking accident. Oh yeah. Yeah, he had his towel like on his um handlebars, and it got stuck in the spurs, and his bike flipped, and he like landed on his back. That's a long towel. Well, it was like, I don't know. I don't. That, that's what he tells me. So, that's what he told me. 
I guess it was a long towel. That's <laughs> quite a quite a bad picture to imagine, though. Oh, right. Flipping Full flipping the bike over, landing over. on your back. Mm. Yeah. Or even just flipping on the side and hitting your side with it. That's not fun. Anything where you're on something that has kinetic energy moving forward and then it stops, but you keep going is a bad scene. Oh, very terrible. Yes. Oh, man. Do you and Kinsey own bikes? We do not. No, we don't. We we almost got bikes uh, around this time last year, actually. But one, we're saving to get a car, so we're not too worried about bikes for transportation. It, it wouldn't be so much of a long-term investment at this point. And two, we don't really have anywhere to put them. We're not allowed to put them on our deck outside, and there's nowhere That's silly. Why inside not? where we could put them. I don't know. It's probably a fire hazard. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you don't have a lot of room for them, sadly. Yeah. If I was in the city, though, I would probably get a bike if I could. We were going to, but um, at this point, we would have them for less than a year. Before I mean, yeah. We would just drive everywhere. There's plenty of public transportation anyways, you know? Yeah. But when I was there, I really wanted to ride those bikes. We never got a chance to. Divi's um, talking about a bike stopping while you're on it. They, I've never been on one, so I don't know what the exact method is that's used for it to stop. But you know you have like a certain distance on them or a certain time or something before they run out and then they lock? Yeah. Have you been on one before? I, I did. I rode one before and um, it was after I came to Chicago actually. So when I left, I went to College Station to see some friends. Mm-hmm. And on their campus, they had a lot of divvies. So me and my buddy Dylan, uh, he was walking me around the campus. Dylan, friend of the show. Out. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening, Dylan. And um, I don't, it, does, Is Dylan a friend of the show? Of course he is, yes. Okay. And we we took the divvies, and you you like pay before you ride them. Yeah. And you but you have to put a certain amount into your wallet on the app. And I think that it just charges you if you keep going. I don't think it just stops you if you don't. Oh. Yeah. Which makes sense from a legal standpoint. Cause yeah, cause I never I never used it more than the first charge, but I know that it made me put in more money than I wanted to. Okay, that uh, makes sense. It's kind of dumb, and I hate it. But what if you run out of money? What if there's no more money to take? <laughs> I just, it, maybe I'm, you should be right. I'm just then. looking. I'm just looking for. Is there any kind of situation to where this where bike it would stop? Could just no. stop? No. 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 Because okay, here's the deal. When I was in Louisiana, they had those divvies and other stuff like it. Okay. But the problem was that people would steal those bikes all the time. Sure. They didn't have any of them anymore. They just had the racks sitting up. Yeah. Because the bikes were gone. And I think that they don't need to be to have money in them to work. I think they just lock onto the bike rail. And once they're off the bike rail, you can use them. It's just a little harder maybe. I don't think so. I think they lock. I'm pretty certain they know. lock. They're all different everywhere too, you know. It's like yeah. there's some here in Austin that are electric. Um, the ones you guys have in Chicago, some are electric, I think some aren't. Good old analog. Uh, yeah, which I like better, but yeah, I, I don't really know how it works. I guess we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> Anyways, um, we've been going for a while. How, what you watching? What you reading? Anything new since last time? I am going to watch a documentary called The Stories We Tell. Oh, oh yeah, I heard you talk about that yesterday. What is it about? It is about 
not exactly sure, but I th- I'm pretty sure it's about this woman who digs into her ancestry a bit. And I, I think its main point is to kind of compare. I could be totally off. It might not be about this, but I think going into it, this is what I think it's about. To yeah. where it's kind of comparing what her family has always thought of their heritage as being um, as opposed to like what it actually is and comparing and contrasting or how much of it is factual and how much of it is just kind of mythology that they've made up within their own and their own family. Uh, yeah. And, and it just does that with a couple different families doing that. I'm finishing up the red rising trilogy still on golden sun. I'll sit down and get through it. I just haven't, I've had time to read. I just haven't been reading a lot. Yeah, I'm itching um, to talk to you about it. And then Dana White's The Contender series is back. Week two was this week. I have not watched it. It's recorded. Kinsey and I will probably watch it tonight. Nice. Anything else? I think that's it. Nice. Well, for me, Stormfront tomorrow. Stormfront? So next next podcast, I'll talk a little bit about it. Yes. Um, and then I am going to watch more cool ocean stuff and space stuff have you seen sea spiracy uh it sounds familiar what's it about i haven't seen it but it was a big uh i, I think it was kind of like a sea world thing no i think it was more oh. of like food ink or dominion for like the ocean yeah uh i bet i have seen it i think it's relatively new i think it came out like last year maybe not then never mind i was gonna say my dad watched all of the ocean conspiracy documentary stuff. I think this one's about. I, I, I think this it. mostly has to do with like plastic. Yeah, sustainability yeah. and like moral obligations that we have. Like the to ocean marine life. The, the plastic islands in the Pacific. Oh, disgusting! It's so bad. It's so bad, and how it's, microplastic is in all fish. It's in the really, ocean. it's really embarrassing, actually. <laughs> Everything I mean, I'm being serious. I yeah, I think it's so embarrassing. Like when I see things like that, I'm I'm yeah. so embarrassed. Just switch to glass. Come on, guys. But I heard that also with glass, um, we're running out of the certain sand that they need to make glass stuff. I don't know. I'm not knowledgeable about it too much. You're an expert. <laughs> oh well, she's an yeah. expert. She knows a lot. She she. I don't know where she heard it, but um, she heard that something about like you need a certain type of sand to make glass and it has to be like from lake beds well i heard the problem was that um from lake beds yeah like certain sand from lake beds instead of like the ocean surely that's not true they've been making glass for so long they didn't know that i don't know that's what i heard well i heard they were just running out of sand in general well yes yeah that too but i think it's this I think they need the specific sand from lake beds. I don't know. I'll well, ask Katie. Well, last after year this. they were only able to find 100 grains of sand total on the planet. I knew that. I knew that. Um, and this year it's probably going to be 50. It's probably going to be like, 50 this year. We're running real low. Yeah. But uh, the use of 3D printers is being used, so they're they're using those now. Um. And we can we can make more sand with three D printers. Actually, it's kind of cool. Uh, look up, uh, guys. Everyone, look at listening at home. Look up three D print, three uh, D printing sand. Um, real or fake? Did you say look that up? 
Yeah, look it up at home. Okay. You too, actually. Yeah, we can talk about it, it after this. Yeah, I'll look it up. Um, but yeah, anyways, I'll, I'll check that out because I, I love that stuff. Makes me sad. Well, I haven't. <laughs> I <laughs> I haven't seen it, but since you're vegan now, you probably don't have to watch it. You don't think so? What do you mean? That's for all the normies who want to feel woke and then not do anything about it. That's why, uh, <laughs> you know, that's why there are way less vegans than people that are pro-life in this world. Because you don't have to, being pro-life doesn't really require you giving up anything in your day-to-day life or obligate yourself to any kind of discipline. That is true. You can just boast about the morality of banning abortions without having to sacrifice anything yourself. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree with you, yes. So, you're doing your part. Quite a, quite a statement for the end. But I like it, it's good. I think, uh, you're, very, I think you're very right on what that. What can I say? I'm a Texas boy. <laughs> through and through through and through um but yeah okay so i'll, I'll watch that um i want to watch more ocean stuff and space stuff don't watch sea spiracy okay i won't watch it never mind i want you to watch if you're gonna watch a documentary that has to do with the ocean i want you to watch my octopus teacher oh no i can't i can't watch that one it's so sad i've heard what do you mean why is it sad i don't know you should watch it and then we'll talk about it Okay, yeah. It's not it that sad. It's not that. I, I don't think you'll think it's that sad because you're a very realistic person that understands nature. Yeah, that's that's true. I don't oh know what's about God, too that much. movie is so sad now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> well, I'll have to check it out. I think you'll like it. Okay. Well, that's that's enough for this time, guys. I think we've we've gone on long enough. It's the end um, of the episode. Yeah, thanks thanks for listening. If you're watching, uh, thanks for watching. If you're watching, thanks for looking at the thumbnail for this entire time eventually thank we will you have more things for you to look at yeah i don't know what we want to on do the with screen that. i think i want to do um i want to do video but i wish we could do video of us like sitting together it, it it's kind of hard just to do like a face cam of both of us it's not it's not a lot of podcasts actually do it well maybe we'll start doing that especially I during a better camera covid that's true that's true ah uh, i just got our unmonetized video flagged Oh, we can we can bleep it out. We have to remember that when we can monetize, we can't say COVID. You can't. Maybe by the time we are, you can though. Maybe. Well, yeah, people will get over this really fast when it's done. People have already gotten over it, and it's not even done. Yeah, it's it's gonna keep. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes. Well, thanks for watching the thumbnail, and if you're listening on Spotify, that's how thanks I imagine. That's how I imagine people consuming this podcast is through Spotify more than anything else. Oh, I think YouTube's our biggest biggest number right now. Is it? I think so. Well, that just shattered my entire worldview. Oh. Uh, well, sorry. I will continue living my truth, and that's all I can do. That's all any of us can do. All right, guys. Well, thanks for ruining our nights. Uh, please unsubscribe and dislike this video. Thank you. And then make two other accounts and resubscribe please make may four even make a couple make a couple accounts and subscribe please it would actually be a really big help right now but don't do that (laughs) later down the road that it makes no sense right now just like the video like a normal thank you like a normal person would okay everybody thanks for watching thank you good night or listening or listening good night